With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Week six is here, smack dab in the middle of October. He's Mike Carmen. Get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome. Our executive producer is Ryan Bershinger. Find him on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. Get me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. And we say goodbye to London for a little while. And then we say hello to the buys. Mike in week six, four teams on buy. So it's something that we have to account for on our fantasy squads. Yeah, it's difficult because uh, especially at a position where we're already scraping the bottom of the barrel on the waiver. Wire. I mean, you see the reports. I see the reports. Bursch is uh, wheeling and dealing like a madman as he's doing day trading in the 90s in the financial markets. It's it's tough because you lose Swift and Williams. 
Now, Swift's the injury's always there. But Derrick Henry gone. Josh Jacobs, who's been fantastic and somehow still didn't get the ball in that fourth quarter drive by the Raiders. But that's a whole other thing. Um, and then you've got Damian Pierce, who's been a nice breakthrough player for fantasy owners here. That, that's an awful lot of guys at one position. And, and you really don't see a whole lot of value anywhere else, right? Devontae Adams, obviously. Uh, uh, St. Brown, when he's healthy. But Houston... Brandon Cooks is a tweener third at this point. Tennessee, nobody that's a world beater. And then you look going back to the Raiders, Darren Waller's a a guy that would still be a top 12, but certainly not the world beater you anticipated. So you're you're not really losing a whole ton except for that running back position. Three one-win teams. Lions, Raiders, Texans, and the three and two Titans are the teams on by. As Mike gave you the names of the running backs, but no Derrick Henry, obviously, uh, this week uh, as well for the Tennessee Titans. But seeing some pickups this week, uh, injuries, you got a dinged up Arizona backfield. So you had a Nino Benjamin yeah. uh, picked up. So, yeah, running back position, uh, really interesting in week six, especially with the increased buys. But those of us on the West Coast don't have to worry about missing any first half of games uh, if people are sleeping in. That's a fair point. I I will say this. uh, You shouldn't sleep in because you should be listening to Mike Harmon every Sunday morning on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, on the the West Coast. But there are some who missed the first part of that Packers-Giants game and the uh, Saints-Vikings game the week before. Don't have to worry about that uh, this week in week six. All right. Now, fortunately, they missed some boring football. (laughs) I mean, obviously, Kamara a couple weeks ago not playing a big deal with the Giants. If you weren't already playing Saquon Barkley, so be it. And Aaron Rodgers played one good half of football and if you woke up for the second half you then saw the disappearing act or kept refreshing thinking things were broken when AJ Dillon's stats didn't add up even (laughs) even when they were playing even or ahead the uh, London games, by the way, resume in week eight. And then, uh, the London, you'll have the Broncos and Jaguars playing. And then you'll have the <laughs> Seahawks, Seahawks and Buccaneers, which honestly, when that came on the uh, schedule for the Munich game in Germany, as a Seahawks fan, I was like, uh, I don't know. You know, that, that could be a bloodbath. Uh, I'm not I'm not so sure anymore. Uh, but that's a look ahead to week 10. Let's focus Gino, on. Let, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let's focus on week six in the NFL. Let's get right to the rankings. Mike Harmon's top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions. Again, I love this because I love this portion of the podcast because I just really enjoy knowing if one of my players is atop those rankings or maybe one who could be a fringe, maybe made it into the top five that week. So that's why we do it. Mike, your top five quarterbacks for week six. Lock and load. A lot of the usual suspects right off the jump. Lamar Jackson going up against the New York football Giants. Do I really need to say that? No, the baseball Giants left long, long ago. But uh, you're looking at a guy who uh, Rashad Bateman trending towards a return. You look at Andrews always giving you some Love, and then you get some extra juice with the running game starting to find its way, and even the defense showed up on occasion. So for Jackson, an opportunity here. I think the defense gets after Daniel Jones, makes life difficult, which means turnover, short fields, and Jackson making them pay. Uh, Kyler Murray against your Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Dan. Uh, the matchup just says, come and get it, uh, as it were. And and you've got uh, Instagram posts now of DeAndre Hopkins counting down to when he's available. 
you getting ready to be uh, returned it, to the yes, field in week seven. Yes, it was something I was going to bring up in the uh, uh, at some point in the podcast, but I'm curious on if you have DeAndre Hopkins, if you've kept him on your roster for this long, do you end up dealing him now? Do you end up being like, well, I've kept him this long, I might as well keep him and see what he's got. Uh, if he's available, then somebody should definitely go get him right now. Yeah, I think he's that guy that if you've waited this long, uh, you're hoping it's the – at my command, unleash hell, gladiator kind of thing that suddenly this offense finds its its second gear and those secondary wide receivers can suddenly pop, but we shall see. Uh, Mahomes against Buffalo in a game that is an over-under, as you and I recorded the podcast, Dan, of 54. Mm, yes. Everybody plays, everybody wins. Which yes. means Josh Allen is number four on the list right <laughs> behind him. And then Tom Brady against Pittsburgh coming in after that, looking for the defense to terrorize Kenny Pickett, thereby leading to some opportunities for Brady in that offense to make hay. I find it interesting with that Chiefs-Bills game on just how it's going to play out because there's no way it can be as good as it was in the divisional playoff. But still, I, I don't see any way where all of a sudden we get into this defensive struggle. No. Yeah. I would say this. If it does, then we all win and we should just quit. Sure. <laughs> That's sure. it. Yes. We got it in week six. Let's uh, let's move on into whatever's next. Yeah, I am completely uh, I'm completely down with that. All right, let's get to the running back position. Top five running backs for week six in the NFL. Well, I've been asked a lot of questions about him. Are you surprised he's running this well? I'm like, no, I'm surprised he's still upright. And that's Saquon Barkley against Baltimore. Look, so long as he's available and giving you 15 to 20 touches again, the opportunity to break one is always there. You saw it in the game against Green Bay. Is it going to happen? He got hurt. Oh, no. Uh, And there he is, and he comes back, and he gives you some big fantasy production thereafter. So he's number one. Number two, I don't care that they fired the coach. Again, he's healthy. Give him the ball 15 times. It's Christian McCaffrey again. Against the Rams, they can't stop the run. I'm not optimistic they put up a bunch of points, but here's a guy with his receptions, with the receiving yards and the rushing yards. Uh, just tuck it in his gut and let him go. Uh, McCaffrey will still get his, and they'll still put up 10 points. But if the touchdown is his, we're all good. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson against Cleveland. A little bit of surprise. We need some new blood in our top five, Dan. No Damian Harris here. And I like what they're doing in New England right now. I think this team's starting to round into shape. I don't know what happens with Zappy v. Mac Jones, people trying to parse through Bill Belichick words. Like, really, after 20-some-odd years, we're going to try to do that now? (laughs) What the hell are we doing? Uh, Leonard Fournette going up against Pittsburgh comes in at number four. And then with a huge star next to him, I have Nick Chubb against New England because we know the Patriots are good at taking away the best thing you do. I, I don't know that they're good enough to absolutely shut down Nick Chubb when it's all said and done. So he gets the number five spot just outside or Eckler and Taylor right behind. I am so intrigued to see how the Panthers perform without mm-hmm. Matt Rule because you know Steve Wilkes takes over, then he cans the defensive coordinator, Phil Snow. But offensive side of things, will be, yeah, as we talked about, you know, it's going to be in McAdoo's hands. How's he still got a job? Well, I'm sorry. I got got to ask. I mean, look, because in theory with Matt Rule, you were expecting the offense to pop. So if you fire the head coach, how do you not fire the uh, coordinator with whom he agreed and built the putrid putrid offense? I don't get it. This is my thinking. The gist of... If you're Steve Wilkes, your defensive side of the ball, you take over as head coach, you can still focus on the defensive side of the ball and do what you think is best. You need somebody to handle the offense. You might as well just keep the guy that's there. 
that would be my that that if you fire Ben McAdoo now, who's going to run the offense? See, I would have gone down the the line of all right, who else is here? Come in and give me a PowerPoint presentation of the most <laughs> sure. strange and exotic plays, formations, and unleashing of Moore and McCaffrey that you could possibly concoct. Because it's going to be better than what they've been running. But think of this game. Like think of what weighs on this game, which is a double digit spread in favor of the yeah. Rams. If the Rams and Panthers play a tight ball game, what does it say about the Rams? Yeah, like, Sean McVay uh, is, is a guy grasping at straws. Yeah. You want to talk about coach speak right now? I heard a couple of interviews with him this week. It's a guy who's clearly at his wit's end as yeah. to break this thing open. I, I joked last week that I thought maybe the I didn't joke because I did think it was going to happen. I thought the Rams are going to get right against the Cowboys. I thought, okay, this is your opportunity to break through. And it was anything but. So now you're sitting there. All right, here's a lesser opponent with a game that doesn't have as much fanfare as the last two that you've had. Now is this the opportunity? And if it doesn't happen here, I just don't know what happens. And and then if the Panthers come out with a great effort, then you're saying, man, they should have fired Rule, you know, in the off season. Yeah. So so I think there's a lot of intrigue in, in what uh, could happen on Sunday in that game, just because it could tell us a lot about both of those teams and where they've been and where they're going. I think that defense is good enough to make a mess of the game, Dan. The Panthers especially defense? The, yeah, yeah, especially with where the Rams' offensive line and run game is right now. Math, Matthew Stafford not playing or, or stepping into throws with a lot of confidence because he's taking extra hits. What, seven touchdowns, five picks right now through the first five weeks of the season. You still don't have anybody outside of your tight end and Cooper Cup that can catch the football. Yeah, there's a lot of intrigue as, they, as we get to this next quarter of the season. And I'll make one final point on it. I know that they wanted to shoot down rumors in Carolina, but this game could serve as an audition for a couple of guys for sure. trades that come up, you know, in the in the next couple of weeks, showing off the pieces that maybe other teams may be interested in as the Panthers may want to get those draft picks. All right. DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, two names that have popped up. Robbie Anderson right as well. There's yep. other names. Let's get to the wide receivers. Uh, I don't think DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson are going to be in the top five. Who are your top five wide receivers for week six, Mike? All right. I, I would say all those guys should go full on James Harden and just say, I can't I can't do this anymore and <laughs> try to force their way out. Uh, but for the top five wide receivers of the week, uh, we make fun of the offense. We talk about the problems. But Cooper Cup, uh, every week, 10-plus targets, 10 catches, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be pretty. Slow, steady, uh, piles up those receptions and, and a little bit of yak and so waiting for more uh, broken plays to find him uh, streaks to pay dirt, but any thoughts of regression are long gone. Uh, Stephon Diggs going up against Kansas City. Someone from that game has to represent on this list, Dan. Uh, number three, Mike Evans going up against Pittsburgh. Again, expecting Tampa Bay to put up a pretty big effort here. Even though it's on the road, they're nine-point favorites on the road in Pittsburgh. Who would have thunk it? Uh, Hollywood Brown against Seattle at number four. Why? Because we got to shuffle up and deal. we got to look for that one big play and run to Pater. And then Jamar Chase going up against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, slowly but surely you're, gonna, you're seeing Burrow and this offense. I think I think it's starting to come together. Doesn't reflect in some big 38-point burials at this point, but starting to get it right. And Jamar Chase, the beneficiary of the big play downfield. I, I will give credit to Hollywood Brown because he has become – Obviously, with the DeAndre Hopkins suspension, but he is a number one target of Kyler Murray. But he's also more than just the, I'm going right. to score on an 85-yard touchdown. That we thought like that was his, his 
role in Baltimore, and, and he seems to be a more complete receiver right now for the Cardinals, so it's at the tip of the cap to to Hollywood Brown and expanding his game. Always love to see when when guys uh, can start to change out. You had, uh, well, in Pittsburgh, right, for years you had several players, uh, particularly Mike Wallace, who stood out that way, and as he was towards the end, he didn't have the same explosiveness, but started to run the route tree a little bit better, uh, so hopefully for Hollywood Brown, while he still has the the ability to to bust the big play that way, that it, it opens up more on the route tree, and you get DeAndre Hopkins involved. Now you have more opportunities because yeah. the safety's got to really make that choice. And on the uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins uh, didn't practice on yep. Thursday, so he uh, second straight day, and of course he was uh, extremely limited, only played a few snaps in that game against Baltimore. So it could be yeah more opportunities for uh, Jamar Chase. Those are your top five players at. The quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions for Week 6. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's get into the hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas. These are the guys that didn't make Mike's rankings, but are guys that you may want to get in your lineup, you may want to take out of your lineup because they're usually there, or the sneaky plays. Let's start out with the hot plays, Mike, for week six. Gino. Gino. Uh, And his running back. So, Kenneth Walker, hey, welcome back in. We didn't even mention Rashad Penny in the injury because I didn't want to, like, stab down at you or anything. Dan. <laughs> we, um, we joked last podcast, and if you miss it, I suggest you download it. Uh, but when the the joke was when the Seahawks re-signed Rashad Penny, he was like, oh, he'll get hurt in week five. Yeah. And then he did. Like, it was week five that it actually happened and now lost for the season. Sadness. Yes. You know, I, I really wanted to see as complete a unit as possible run through this season for the Seahawks to see the end. I had my popcorn ready. Literally, I got a box of popcorn sitting right behind me. I'm, I'm all excited about it. Uh, but those are opportunities against Arizona. Uh, you add Tyler Lockett, who people, I think, have been a little reticent to – you know, elevate mm-hmm. into that second wide receiver slot. I think you can do so with confidence this time around. Uh, Russell Wilson going up against the Chargers. This one I do with a little bit of reticence, but here's here's an opportunity that stands out. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Boone and whoever else they're going to pick up to run the ball should be able to do so against that L.A. front. Uh, but for Russell Wilson, now it's time to, to shine with Cortland Sutton and find Jerry Judy uh, on a couple of big pops downfield. You get rid of the pre-snap penalties, Dan, and a little bit of extra efficiency. They just need to be average in the red zone and look at the offensive opportunities that have been there for them. Uh, Raheem Mostert going against Minnesota, a trending towards his full complement of touches this week. On the other side of that Denver-LA game, uh, expecting Keenan Allen to go. He was on the practice field uh, the last couple of days before the recording of the podcast, so expecting Mike Williams to get a little bit of love and a, a little uptick because of Allen's presence, for sure. And then you're looking at Everett in that game also against Denver. He's become, when he catches the ball, and that's the big caveat and the italicized thing. When he catches the ball, uh, the guy's got some explosiveness. And then finally, Randall Cobb against your New York football jets. It's not sexy. It's not going to necessarily yield a monster stat line. 
but you saw in the game against the Giants that play over the middle for about 15 yards was there all day long how they didn't keep going and exploiting that or use the run game for that matter dan but we're not going to go through lafleur's entire um bad effort of play calling but randall cobb a guy who's taken on a, a nice role and and given the issues that we're having filling third wide receiver and kind of pulling out the 20-sided Dungeons and Dragons die. Uh, here's an opportunity for a veteran to stake his claim against pretty good Jets defense. Those are your hot plays for cold six. Let's get to the other stovetop. Uh, what should I say? Griddle, uh, whatever. Cold source. Uh, the one that is not on. The one that is not scorching hot. These are the players you don't want to see, don't want to touch, don't want anything to do with in week six for a variety of reasons. Could be weather, could be matchups, or just because the players stink. Mike, who are your cold sores for week six? Mr. Freeze can take over an entire city. Thinking about Schwarzenegger and running a bunch of bad one-liners, Dan, but I'll I'll prevent myself from doing so. How about Jalen Hurts? We talked about him a little bit earlier. The running effort is really what's going to define him here against that Dallas defense. Uh, Aggressive Micah Parsons, allegedly the groin injury getting better day-to-day. So looking for the Cowboys to come up with a big effort on the road. As you notice, the over-under in that one is down at a low, paltry 42. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going up against the New York football Jets. You might get a good half of football. I'm waiting for them to put a full one together. Touchdown favorites here on 45 and waiting for that defense, as we talked about in the uh, earlier in the week, Dan, on the podcast, waiting for that defense to really put together a full game because uh, there is much to blame as LaFleur sure. play calling and going away from the backs and everything else. Uh, they've they've got some a lot of issues to work through, and now Aaron Rodgers Rogers is talking about retirement. Is that a distraction, Dan? Eight seven seven nine. No, just kidding. Uh, James Robinson going up against Indianapolis' fourth best running game um, uh, against running backs, I should say, in the National Football League right now. Uh, and they've got their full complement of players back for this one. Pittman, uh, in particular, uh, who didn't play in that twenty-four nothing burial. The fact that we're getting this again in week five is nonsense. But or week six, uh, yeah, or week six. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't make the schedule, so life goes on. Uh, Najee Harris against Tampa. We talked about it a little bit earlier. More Jalen Warren and a guy who's just not finding the holes. And you're expecting Tampa with their run defense, Vita Vea and company, to really get after it and say, "Okay, Kenny Pickett, what do you got?" So uh, Najee Harris yeah. certainly on the downside here. C.D. Lamb against Philly, you're going to start him, but he's no better than a mid to late uh, WR2 for me. I would be looking down the uh, the tree of players in that receiving core uh, that maybe you get a pop from a tertiary receiver if you're looking to go that way in a daily fantasy league. Uh, and then Pittman, in the, uh, even though I talked about getting those players back, I mean, that's tough against Jacksonville and expecting suddenly big returns because overall you're going to get some targets. You'll get, have a few catches, but the big game eludes him. I don't think he finds it here. Those are your cold sores for week six. Now the sneaky plays, the guys that you may not play on a weekly basis, but you got to get them in this week. Zach attack. Zach Wilson with your guy, Brees Hall. There you go, Bursch. I got it in for you. Going up against your Packers. How do you feel about that? Psychologically, it's got to be wearing on you a little bit, especially coming off that terrible loss to the Giants. 
Uh, Pause. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> That's all he needed to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Wilson runs around, and you're starting to find some playmakers in the receiving game, so opportunities there. Uh, Bailey Zappi against Cleveland. I like what they're starting to do with the offense. We talked about Stevenson a little bit earlier. He will contend with a fierce pass rush in theory, but we've seen the teeth taken out of the Browns. And, and the little elf uh, with some regularity here. Wow, I just I just advocated for taking the teeth out of an elf. Uh, J.K. Dobbins going up against the Giants, looking for that offense to move. He's getting healthy uh, and rolling. We mentioned Eno Benjamin a little bit earlier against Seattle, as well as Rondale Moore. And then back to Tyler Boyd with the T. Higgins injury. Uh, opportunities are there as a big downfield threat. Look, you're not going to have some 10 to 12 target game, but you'll have a couple of quality throws downfield with Burrow. Uh, another week removed from the appendectomy and all of the sitting around waiting for swelling to go down there they are the ninjas for week six to go along with mike Harmon's hot plays and cold sores the guys that you got to get in your lineup that may not be normal plays those ninjas for week six nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft i'm your host andrew levy and i'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's my turn to try to put on the analyst cap. Uh with mixed results so far this season. I'm going to give you a reason to start a guy, and I'm going to give you a reason to bench a guy. you got to start A.J. of the Green Bay Packers. And you're like, A.J. Dillon, right? Well, him or Aaron Jones. It works both ways. I think Green Bay gets their running game going. And against the New York Jets, you had Zach Wilson as a ninja, Mike. I just think that what happened in London will carry over uh, into this game and Green Bay wanting to run the ball. And what was lost in that game last week against the Dolphins, where the Jets uh, won 40-17, to was Raheem Mostert had over 100 yards on the ground for Miami. So I think that that defense with the Jets can be for the taking. I like a double play of A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones. Don't shy away because you weren't happy what you saw in London. Well, I, I think at, at some point you've got the learning process, and I think Roger's saying all the, the right things this week uh, related to the game game plan, and, and with Dylan only getting six carries. Like, that's the thing that just blinks when you go into a film review. It's like, how did we do this? How, mm-hmm. how do we only get him the ball six times? And I thought it was interesting when Aaron Jones made his comments that people got all mad. It's like, no, that's that's basic football, and that's, in theory, what your team was going to be built on in the early weeks, yet you ignored it and then had two passes batted down on you. I don't think they make the same mistake here because Green uh, – I should say the Jets are better than people would want to give them credit for. It's not the same old Jets – they, they may not be great, but they're buying into what Salah's selling a little bit. And so there, there's no gimmies. I'm going to give you a reason to bench. Debo Samuel of the 49ers. Ooh, now, I'm not I saying, like it. I'm not saying to bench him. You're going to want to play him. They're facing the Falcons. You like juicy matchups, sure. But I don't think that the type of game play and how it plays out, I think that actually both teams kind of want to play the same, uh, grind it out. And also, the Niners staying out east didn't go back home to San Francisco, so you're staying out east for the week after playing in Carolina. You're in Atlanta again. I think that can get old. And so if you if you want to look for a, maybe a lackluster performance from a team in week six, I think you could get it from the 49ers. So that's why I'm saying 
just be careful about Debo Samuel against the Falcons in what I think could be a low-scoring, uh, run-heavy ball game. I think in this one, Dan, when we look at your over-unders, I, I want to say this one was, well, it's 44-and-a-half, so a little higher than I thought. But, again, Atlanta pesky. They've, they've been giving up some good efforts, and at home, sneaky, even if you don't have you know people with Kyle Pitts uh, angst the same way. Sure. Kyle Pitts getting healthy, uh, we think. All right. Survivor time. Our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, now chimes in with his uh, updates on who you take in the Survivor pool and what happened in Survivor on CBS as well. What's going on, Bersh? That's right. Well, uh, my main pick this week is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Pittsburgh. Of course, uh, went with the Bills against the Steelers last week. I still think the uh, going against fading the Steelers is a, a fun strategy for this year in Survivor. Um, other picks that I like, I like the Vikings against the Dolphins this week. Um, I also like playing the Vikings defense against the Dolphins uh, because Skylar Thompson doesn't scare me in the slightest. Um, and I think Carla is playing a great game. I think she's in a strong <laughs> position. And uh, if anybody were to take big palm fronds and throw them on me while I was sleeping, uh, I would never talk to that person. Oh, again. oh. Yeah. Gabbler, gobbler, the goobler. <laughs> the gobbler, yes. Wait, wait, wait. The galloping gobbler was on Survivor? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Man, this 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 crew is something else. Uh, uh, by the way, paranoia does you no good. Uh, just, absolutely. Yes. We'll yeah. just, well, life we'll, in general. I mean, that's good life advice. It is. <laughs> it is. It doesn't mean they're not out to get you, but you shouldn't sit around thinking about it. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you two other names. I know the Rams are popular for Survivor, and I think one of the reasons, honestly, is if you don't use them this week, when do you use them again if you haven't yeah. already used them? Because you just don't know what sort of you know effort you're going to get from them. So the Panthers coming in uh, at home, that's the opportunity. I think you're going to see a lot of Rams if they're available. I'm going to give you another one that may not be great on the surface. Line has moved in favor of this team, and it's what Mike touched on earlier, the Colts. Colts at home against the Jaguars. Are they really going to put up that poor of an effort as they did against Jacksonville? So if you're looking for a middling team that you're probably not going to want to use the rest of the year, it has nothing to do with Jacksonville. It just seems like it's a really good spot for Indianapolis. So I would recommend the the Rams and Colts in those you spots. Know, it's funny, though, to just bring the Jags in for a second is all of the excitement really got a giant bucket of water on it real fast. Yes. Right? The fire was started. It's like, oh, yeah, the Jaguars. And then all of a sudden you see a couple of efforts where you're looking around going, this team? Mm -hmm. This is the team we were jumping on board? So curious to see what kind of effort we get. 24 nothing a couple of weeks ago. Now you go to the other uh, home surface. We'll see if uh, Ursa and company can uh, maybe bust out some of those rock guitars and inspire a big effort. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, wrap it up with our three-point conversions. Mike, what do you got for our three points that we need to leave this podcast with? Well, a couple of things that we've alluded to, right? The quote, get right for Stafford, question mark. I don't know. Uh, I haven't looked at the daily fantasy across the board, but wondering if the valuation of Stafford has dropped low enough to where he offers some value, right? Because yeah. early in the season, he would have been high and uh, one of those top five guys. I, I got to imagine that's dipped a bit. And certainly for your week to week plays, I, I know he's on the outside of the QB ones on average for the industry here in week six. But I think there's an opportunity here, right? You get one or two turnovers uh, against P.J. Walker, and, and suddenly maybe you're going the right way. Now, the, the Rams are dealing with some injuries to some of their heavy hitters as well. Everybody's got a foot injury, it seems, Dan. 
Uh, so we'll see how that plays out on the field on Sunday. Uh, Burst brought it up. The Minnesota defi- defense is one that you got to look at with Daniil Hunter and others playing well. Now is the time in week six with bye weeks and all these injuries where you got to go maximize points, right? The set it and forget of a they've been good enough doesn't do it. Now you got to start looking at your kicking position, your tight end position, and your defense perhaps a little more closely to try to steal that extra point. Not that you shouldn't be doing that, but roster management to that level, you know, folks usually uh, leave that uh, to, to later on in the season. I, I say this week is the time we got to start jumping on that, and the Minnesota D gives you an opportunity. And finally, zapped. No, not the classic with Willie Ames and Scott Baio. Look, I'm not going into Scott Baio's politics. You guys can do that somewhere else. But uh, And whether you like or hate him, I, I don't have any opinion here in the uh, I Watch a Flex podcast. But uh, Bailey Zappi, a guy put on the Ninjas, again, low valuation for daily fantasy purposes in a 2QB league or where you need maybe to fill in for Jared Goff. There's an opportunity for maybe some greatness there. I'm going to go out on a limb in a points of Palooza, and I'm going to say it's Bengals Saints. Well, I like uh, it. just on the on the heels of what the Saints did last week, and you know we mentioned the T Higgins uh, injury and him being dinged up, but yeah, there's enough guys to go around in Cincinnati, and until I see the Saints defense really play to their expectations, I think they're going to give up points. So maybe it's an opportunity for Cincinnati to get right. I think you're going to have the return of Gabe Davis, um, not only from last week's performance, but also again from what he did against. Kansas Kansas City in that divisional playoff game. You like Diggs. I like Davis. I think we all like Josh Allen. So I think there's reason for that. And then the last one, Flash Gordon. And this goes with the Broncos. And I'll make a quick point about Denver. When Nathaniel Hackett went for the field goal, the 64-yarder in Seattle, that was a Monday night in week one, Mike. They played a, a Thursday night game in week five. So these first five games been a little bit more condensed on a schedule than, than others. I think this early game last week and now the ability to breathe is really going to help Denver. They've got an extra day because it's Monday night. I think that the Broncos, Melvin Gordon, Russell Wilson, um, and that whole Broncos crew uh, flash well in L.A. against the Chargers and Gordon doing so against his former team. Monday night football, baby. Let's go. More of the Broncos in primetime. Because let's face it, Dan, if it does go the other way, how great a theater is it? <laughs> oh, man. They're going to be mile high in something else if uh, if it goes as bad as it <laughs> has previously. Burst, you got any thoughts of the weekend? I know that you're sitting there mulling over a running back quandary in your roster. I am, and I think I've decided I'm going to start Jeff Wilson over Najee Harris, and it feels weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, I'm I'm looking at a couple things with this. For one, obviously, Najee's matchup is terrible against the Buccaneers, um, and and like you said, Dan, the Niners are probably going to be run heavy in that game. So uh, when they grind it out in that manner, I feel comfortable with, with starting Wilson. I'm also looking at my roster complexion there, where I'm. I'm in a position where luckily I can put Najee on my bench because I've got Brees Hall and Nick Chubb as well. But that's that's the thing where I, I feel like Najee is uh, <laughs> is probably hurting a lot of fantasy managers because if you have him, you took him in the first round and he simply is not giving that first round level of performance. And given the way that this Steelers offense is working, it's I don't think it's really going to pay off at any point. Um I would consider even selling low on Najee. I'm I'm that low on Najee at this point, which is very unfortunate. Wow, you're willing to take a bucket of balls yeah. at this point. Yeah. I still yeah, wouldn't tough. trade 
trade him for Cortland Sutton, no matter what that TikTok said. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, I would concur 100%. Uh, would, would not do it. All right. Uh, well, that's a wrap on this episode of I Want Your Flex. Big thanks to uh, all of you that listen each and every week. And there are two new episodes for you each week, launching Tuesday and Friday morning. So for our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, who you can find on Twitter, at Ryan Bershinger, and the one and only Mike Harmon, who you can find on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. I'm Dan Beyer. Hit me up on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox, and we'll talk to you next time on I Want Your Flex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.